Hey, this is Brian. Hey, this is Amanda. And you are listening to the Pro Tips Podcast. Find your focus and level up your life using our random ramblings and pro tips to find that winning edge at life. Hello, Bestie. Can you hear me good? I can hear you so good. Awesome. So I just want to say thank you for taking a second to record with me today because I know I've been a giant, huge pain in your butt bugging you about recording. (laughs) You always are. Nothing's changed. I can't help that I'm like super excited about this topic. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. Okay, so before we get started on what I want to talk about today, um... You had something kind of cool, like super awesome happen a few weeks ago with your sweet little buckskin mare Rev, and I think we need an update. Okay, so um, if you remember when we first started the podcast, it was about the same time, I think, so wasn't it? Yeah, it was like we were Um, barely into the podcast, like maybe three or four episodes in. Yeah, and... My mare Rev, she was my calf horse. Um, she had a little accident and ripped half of her hoof off and broke her coffin bone. Like a part of the coffin bone literally busted off. And there for a couple of weeks, um, we were honestly just trying to save her life. Like the big picture wasn't really in mind because we just needed to make sure that she lived. And so we got her kind of through that. And then once... She was pretty well out of the woods as far as surviving. It was just going to be a game of luck and chance and God's plan to see if she ever recovered from it fully to be sound enough to like ride and whatever. Yeah. And um, anyway, so we've done a lot of therapies, a lot of medication, a lot of vet bills and the very best vets at South Valley Equine. Um, A great shoer, Shane Carter. We've done a lot of corrective shoeing on that foot to help it grow out and have stability on that foot. And just last week, we took new x-rays. Her coffin bone looks great. Her foot looks good. We can kind of start straightening it out a little bit more. And the vet said, go to work. She's sound and she's ready to to see, you know, how she's going to handle roping. So there for a while we didn't even know if she was gonna live and now she's like almost as sound as she was before and ready to go back to her job so yeah that was exciting dude that literally gives me chills and just hearing you talk about it like gets me all like teary-eyed because like I was there like you called me almost like right after it happened like freaking out and so I know all the all the stress and everything that's gone into trying to get her back to where she is now. And it's just, what a testament of faith, you know, that you were like, okay, like, this is just, this is where we're at and this is what we're doing. And, you know, whatever's meant to be is going to be, and God bless you, buddy. That just tells you right there that, that you invest so much in your horses and not just your own personal horses, but even your client horses, like, Mm-hmm. yeah what a way to like yeah do the thing yeah. so, so makes me so excited I'm glad that she's 
on her way back and I'm just going to push her at her own pace. I'm not going to ask a lot of her. Um, for the last couple of weeks, I've started lunging her in the round curl to get some energy out because if you know Rev, you know that she's a big ball of energy. So I wasn't about to just climb on that mare. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> I've been wearing her down, getting her in shape. I want to make sure that all the soft tissue in her body gets built back up slowly because she has been in a stall for seven months. Right. Um, and so we're just taking it slow. And whenever she tells me she's ready to to try roping again, we'll try it. But as far as x-rays and everything like that goes, the vet said she's pretty well as sound as she was before. So oh my they grade horses on lameness. They grade them on a scale of one to four, four being like dead lame, won't put weight on it. And it's pretty rare that you'll find a horse with a zero because most horses are going to have some lameness if they're competing. Right. And revs at a scale of one, a one out of four lame. So, I mean, she's, she's really sound. So that's freaking awesome, dude. I love yep. that. So, so we're much. excited. But oh anyways, gosh. I'm so excited for you too. Okay. So now that we've said that and we're all like, got the feels going on. We're all warm and fuzzy inside. We're going to mm -hmm. take it up a notch. And uh, do you want to tell them what we're talking about today? Or do you want me to tell them? Go for it. <laughs> it's your favorite subject ever. <laughs> yeah, my favorite. <laughs> so uh, I've been, there's just been something on my heart the last few weeks that I just need to get out. And it's talking about relationships and the different kinds of relationships and how to build not just a relationship with yourself, but relationships with friends, family, uh, loved ones, boyfriends. Wait, we don't know. I don't know much about that. <laughs> yeah, none of us are experts in that field. So yeah, so <laughs> disclaimer, I am not a relationship coach. I am not a life, a life coach. I just, I know what works for me and I know being in my own awareness when I'm dealing with like business relationships and other people, you know, picking up on their energy and being aware of where my energy is and how that plays into the relationship um, can really make or break your relationships. Like if you're in a negative like headspace and you're trying to have like a civil conversation with somebody, it's probably not going to work. But if mm -hmm. you, if you get yourself like in a positive headspace and like where you're feeling good, then you could probably have a better conversation with somebody that you need, you know, just discuss whatever with. So first of all, I want to start off with um, the definition of a relationship. Okay. Cause I don't know how many people really know exactly what it is. So it's a noun. It says the way in which two or more concepts, objects, or people are connected or in a state of being connected. Okay, so synonyms, connection, relation, association, link, correlation, correspondence, parallel, tie in, tie up. Oh, what? <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> Too far. Alliance, uh, bond, inter interrelation, interconnection. Okay, I apologize for the inappropriateness. <laughs> Sorry, mom, but it that I couldn't help it. Like it was funny. Um, okay, the state of being connected by blood or marriage, uh, in a way in which two or more people or groups regard and behave toward each other. 
an emotional and sexual association between two people. Okay, so that's like more of like, uh, like a romantic. Yeah, like yeah. Synonyms for that one is romance, love affair, affair, love, flirtation, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's see. What is your own personal definition of relationship, there, buddy? Um, I think just to make it broad, it's really anyone that you come in contact with, like the way that you treat and communicate with that person. Because like we were talking earlier, I was like, well, I don't really have anything to share because like my, when someone says a relationship, I immediately think of husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, whatever. Yeah. A romantic, a romantic relationship. yeah, Yeah. Instead of just people that you work with or come in contact with every day. Yeah. And so like in that sense, yeah, I can offer some advice. Um, And even in like business relationships, you know, there's so many different relationships that everyone in the world has. And so um, to me, I think it's just people that you're, you're dealing with, you're communicating with and, you know, whether it's business life, whatever. Yeah. I mean, and if you take it one step further, you could even look at it as like, the relationship that you that you have with people that you just meet for a brief second you know like mm-hmm. say you're going to the store and how how can you leave that little inner that little encounter better than before you got there you know like what kind of things can you do to you know make them smile or like build them up or you know give them a compliment yeah. and stuff like that you know so that's another part of like a relationship so you know relationship with strangers I mean, that sounds weird, but that's a legit thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I made some notes when I, when I was like getting all excited about talking about this stuff. Um, so let's dial it back a notch a little bit and talk about Monday was Valentine's Day. Okay. So I know for you, it it's literally just another day. Like you could really give a shit less on whether or not it's, I mean, it's a date on a calendar. Brian's out there doing his thing. Like he's got shit to do. Like he, he could care less. So what, Yeah. what, um, I, I do know that you did do some things for people in your family that you care about. What did you do for, for those that you love? Yeah. Well, um, so I actually listened to a podcast about this this morning and I was like, yeah, that's literally how I think about Valentine's Day. And it was on the Well, That's Good podcast with Sadie Robertson from Duck Dynasty. And, oh, cool. Okay. Um, so I love her podcast. And I was listening to one this morning. And she was just saying, um, I mean, what do you call Valentine's Day, Amanda? You always say happy what? <laughs> happy, happy love everyone day. <laughs> exactly. She always says happy love everyone day. And that's basically what Sadie Robertson was saying on like, it doesn't have to be just for people with boyfriends, girls, girlfriends, husband, or wives. Like you can show your love and affection for other people, just, you know, people in your life that you appreciate. Yes. And so, um, like I took flowers and a drink to my sister and my mom and one of my aunts, it's a widow. And, you know, it just, it doesn't have to be. I always try to pick a couple people like that and maybe just need a pick me up Yeah, that it would just make their absolute day. Like if they got flowers, just to know that someone cares, 
you know? Yes. And yeah. so that's, that's kind of how I think about it because I've never been a Valentine's Day person. I don't really get because I think you should just show that you love that person like every day, you know? Yeah. You should show love and affection regardless of what day it is. So I saw a video on TikTok um, by Matthew Hussey. And for those that don't know who Matthew Hussey is, he is like one of the top leading relationship and dating coaches like in the world probably. But he Mm -hmm. said that if you need an excuse to celebrate your love or to celebrate your, your partner, then your relationship is basically doomed anyways. Like, don't get so wrapped up in the fact that it's February 14th and you have to at least take this one day to show the person that you care about how much they mean to you. You know, that's crap. Like, if you ask me, you know, let's look at it like, I don't know how many people will remember Cody and Holly Jacobs. Shout out to Cody and Holly. Um, But what, y'all, for real, hashtag (laughs) legit relationship goals. Like, those guys, whew. Like, the dude goes and buys Holly flowers on Wednesday just because it's Wednesday, you know? And on – I'm going to go back to his Facebook post because his was probably my favorite Um, out of every Facebook post that was thrown up. uh, He says, my ride or die, partner in crime, way better half, best friend, anchor, secretary, great mom of our boys, uh, baker extraordinaire, therapist, drive – Perfect person to get silly with. Superb kisser. I hope you know this every day, sugar. And I thought it was the coolest thing because he has a picture on there that says F with asterisk CK February 14th. I love you every day. So that Mm -hmm. right there tells you that you don't need an excuse and you don't need um, a reason to celebrate your partner. Like if you are in a legit, solid, healthy, safe, romantic relationship Okay. Notice all those big, huge words that I put in there. Um, if you are in a healthy, solid, safe relationship, there is absolutely no reason whatsoever why you need just one specific day to celebrate each other. You can celebrate little things, big things, and everything in between. You could pick up their favorite, uh, drink at the store. You could pick up, um, just, something silly that you know that they would appreciate. Like it doesn't have to be a huge, massive romantic gesture. And it doesn't even necessarily have to be for somebody that you are in a remote, a romantic relationship with. Okay. So like, for example, my sister and I are roommates. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. And, um, so she's the our glue relationship- to hold your life together. Dude, she legit is the glue <laughs> that holds my freaking life together. You are not even wrong. Okay. <laughs> so, Legit, Western Edge Photography wouldn't be as successful or nearly as successful as it is without my uh, behind-the-scenes gal, my sister. So she is like, she's my bookkeeper. She's uh, my meal planner. She's my food prepper. She's she does all my books. She she does all my Excel spreadsheets when I need labels. Like she legit does a shit ton of stuff for me and I totally appreciate it so our relationship has not always been the greatest obviously I mean you know siblings are gonna fight siblings are gonna argue siblings are gonna do what siblings do and there once was a time in our lives where we couldn't hardly spend more than four days together without being totally sick of each other and but now we're going on probably 10 or 12 years of being roommates and 
has it always been easy? No, but have we made it work? Yeah, because you know what? Like it's it's a relationship that both of us have been investing in for a long time. And yeah. you know, if you think about it, when we first got like became roommates, it was out of necessity. Um and now it's out of convenience. Like it just works that she and I live together and we, we share bills, we share expenses, we share food. We, you know, we do all the things that a little and no, but you know what? Um, Um, the last few years we have stepped into more appreciation of each other. So, um, Say, for instance, like, I'm out and about, and I'm like, do you need any, I text her, do you need anything from town? Do you need, you know, or if I'm out running errands and she's at work, I text her, do you need me to bring you lunch? Are you good? Like, do you have enough food? Blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just checking up on each other. And it's just Mm -hmm. doing little things to help each other out, little things to help show each other how much you appreciate the other person. Um, Lately, she's been doing a lot of cooking. And I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to lie. But what do I do in return? Every night before I go to bed, I clean out the dishwasher and load it with all the dirty dishes and run it. So the next day, like, it's clean and we can just start it all over again. So that's one thing, one less thing that she has to worry about. So we've started doing more of, you know, thank you for cooking or thank you for doing the dishes. Thank you for doing the laundry. Thank you, you know, for sweeping the floor. Thank you for doing this. Like, that little bit of appreciation when whoever you're in a partnership with like when you show them a little bit of appreciation what what happens if you show somebody some appreciation they want to do more of it yes exactly they feel appreciated they want to help you more yeah there's that quote that says a person that feels appreciated will always do more than expected right Mm -hmm. so that's why you always want to give as much appreciation to whoever it is you're in a relationship with, whether it's family, friends, loved ones, a romantic partner, parents, whatever, it's, it's, I call it investing in that relationship. You know, Mm -hmm. my sister and I have literally stepped into investing into our relationship. Like, is it perfect? No. But do we get along pretty good? Oh yeah. Like, and honestly, I can't, I can't picture doing life or where, or being in this part of my life without her here helping me. So, and I know for a fact, she doesn't listen to the podcast because her excuse is she, she listens to me talk all the time anyway. So why would she want to listen to me talk more? <laughs> but, um, she knows I appreciate her because I tell her and I try to tell her as often as possible. And I try to support her in whatever she decides that she wants to do. She's going through some stuff right now that she's trying to make some lifestyle changes So I'm doing my best to support her as best I can. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it's only fair because I feel like she supports me in my business and helping me keep my, my business rolling. So it's the least I can do to help, to help support her with whatever it is she's got going on. So, yeah, I hope everybody got a little something out of that, but, um, I really want to talk about, um, like a relationship with yourself because I'm a firm believer that until you build a solid, 
a solid foundation and a solid relationship with yourself, it's going to be a struggle to, to be able to build any kind of relationship with anybody else. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah. I've heard that quote and I'm sure you've seen it too, but the longest relationship you will ever have in your whole entire life is the relationship you have with yourself. And you yep. need to be your own cheerleader. You need to be the one that pushes you. You need to be the one that says, you know what? Like, I got this, you know, I'm worthy of this. I, you know, I appreciate my efforts. Hold yourself accountable, hold yourself to a higher standard so that you can level up anytime you decide to level up. So I want to read um, this post that I shared on Facebook a year ago. I saved it. I got to find where it is. Hold on. Um, so I shared this post and Of course, I can't find it. Okay, here it is. All right. So I shared this post on February 13th in 2021. Okay, so kind of going back to Valentine's Day, um, I was pretty bitter toward relationships for a really long time. And there was a reason for it, you know. But at the same time, like, I also knew that I was the cause of my own, well, I know now that I was the cause of my own unhappiness when it came to Valentine's Day and romantic relationships. Hold, please. Mm-hmm. I need a drink of water. Okay. So a year ago, February 13th, 2021, I said, not going to lie, friends. A few years ago, Valentine's Day holiday was my least favorite holiday. Why was everyone in a happy, committed relationship but me? Where was my Prince Charming? Where is the one that meant, where is the one meant for me to make me happy and solve all my problems. All I had to do was look in the mirror. Learning that I was the one responsible for my own happiness was a game changer. Having a significant other had absolutely nothing to do with my happiness. I realized that being happy for other people's happiness felt better and was the quickest way to bring more happiness into my own life. Love is energy and you have to give love to get love. You have to choose to give yourself the love you seek from others. I am my own true love. I am whole, complete, and lovable. I am loving. I am beautiful. We all have our own journey, our own path to love. And just because my path doesn't include some things that others have right now doesn't make my life any less joyful or fulfilling as anyone else's. So to my sweet single sisters and brothers out there, love yourselves. Know you are worthy of all the love in the world. Fill up your cup. Choose to grow, become better, and keep the faith that you are enough. You deserve all the wonderful love in the world. Keep shining. I see you and you are beautiful. So with that, I shared a couple of pictures that says, talk to some, talk to yourself like someone you love. It's almost Valentine's day and I don't know what to get to myself yet. Um, I love myself as I am. My soul is beautiful. So that just hits me in all the feels like you have to love yourself as you are now, as long as well as deciding to be better every day. At the same time, the only person that's going to love you, like you just, like, I don't even know how to say this. You have to love yourself. And as hard as it is, once you get there, it becomes so much easier. So do you have anything that you want to add to any of that? No, I just think um, it's a great point because, like, as I think about, you know, 
myself or if people ask you oh my gosh why aren't you married yet or whatever you know yes that's and the worst. for the longest time I didn't really have an answer for that but then it's just kind of been recently that I've realized like I'm still like I love myself but I'm still working on myself and when I yes. meet the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with I want to be my, the best version of myself and I'm still creating that person oh my gosh I and so that so much so you do have to learn how to love yourself and then in the process of growing and learning about who you are and what you want to do then you learn to love the things about you that make you who you are and until you can't love yourself and love those things about you why should you expect anyone else to love them about you? If, if you don't love them yourself, why should anyone else? And so I think, um, I think that's an important thing to remember when you're single is like you, you need to learn to be okay on your own with yourself because if you aren't happy with who you are and you aren't happy with being alone, then why should anyone be happy with you? Like, exactly you shouldn't depend on someone else. You should be able to do everything on your own and be your own person. And so until you learn how to love yourself, no one else is going to love you. Um, so, yeah. Dude, I freaking love Those that so thoughts. much. I love it. <laughs> it was exactly, it was exactly what I was hoping you would say. So you did a great job and I'm proud of you. Oh, good. Um, so, and I mean, that's a big thing. Like I'm right there with you that I'm literally becoming the person I'm meant to be for the person that's meant for me, you know, and the only yeah. way that I can become a better person for the one that, that I'm supposed to be with is to work on myself right now and to keep continuing to grow and become the best version of myself. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of times people say that, and I think, I don't even know who says it, but you know, for me, witness, like witnessing a great relationship, I see two people who are whole and healthy and happy and 100% themselves um, coming together to make it, to make it better, you know? So I want to be the very best version of myself. And I also want to, I also know that my happiness is literally my own responsibility. My self-care, my self-love, anything that I need to give to myself is my own responsibility. Anybody mm. that comes into my life, I want them to add value to my life and not just, I don't want to be in a relationship just to be in a relationship, you know? Because if I wanted to be in a relationship, I could find one. Like, they're not that hard, you know? But why... Why would I date somebody without the intention of being able to build a life with them? You know? Right. So it's, it's only fair to my future, to the future love of my life. It's only fair for me to work on myself and become the very best version of myself so that when the time is right and when you know, the universe picks the moment I'm ready and I'm open and I'm available you know so mm -hmm. you got to work on yourself and you gotta you gotta become your own best friend and you can't keep 
putting your happiness or the key to your happiness in other people's pocket because honestly they will drop it they will lose it they will disappoint you you know and honestly that's not fair to them for you to put that much responsibility on them is how i feel um yeah holy holy crap this is getting deep but you know what it's it's good because this is stuff that i feel like needs to be said and people need to hear it because there's a lot of people out there in shitty ass relationships that think that they're stuck and you know what like you don't Mm -hmm. have to be stuck into a relationship you literally have the power of choice to pack your crap and freaking leave you know life's too short to be with somebody that makes you miserable that stresses you out that uh doesn't doesn't care about you you know and again i believe a beautiful solid relationship is two happy whole people coming together to add value to each other's lives it's like the cherry on top of the banana split you know like you've got all this awesomeness individually and then you come together and it just makes everything that much better um Mm -hmm. okay so how do we build a relationship with ourselves how do you how do you build a relationship with yourself um i think first you have to figure out who you are and the way that you kind of figure that out is you know find what you're interested in what makes you happy what do you like what don't you like what does your dream life look like and then that kind of shows you who you are as a person um because if you don't know who you are as a person then how are you going to love yourself? Like, if yeah. you're not going to fall in love with some random person that you absolutely have no clue about, right? So why would yeah. you do that to yourself? Oh, you're so, so right, dude. Once you, once you find out who you are, what you like, what you don't like, what makes you happy and what you want out of life, then I think that's when you can truly start to love yourself because then you find the little things that no one else has, the characteristics that are u- unique to you. And those are the things that you fall in love with. And then one day, hopefully someone will also fall in love with those things about you as well. And there's your partner, you know? Yes. Yes. And so I think the most important part is just finding out who you are and then you can begin to love yourself. Yes. I like how you said you need to ask yourself literally like who you are, what do you like, what do you like to do, um, you know, what makes you happy, what brings you joy. What are you grateful for? So in my notes right here, um, it says relationship with self. As you're building a relationship with yourself, you need to ask yourself what you need at any given moment. Okay. So the, I do this quite often. Like if, if I start to feel my energy start to like kind of fade a little bit, I'll try to check in with myself and step into my own awareness and just be like, okay, what do I need right now to bring myself back up? You know, do I need water? Do I need food? Do I need this? Like ask yourself questions. What, what do you need at any given moment? Okay. Make promises to yourself and freaking keep them, keep them. Okay. So we are really like society as a whole, at least me. Uh, if you make a promise to somebody, it's a lot easier to keep a promise with somebody else because you don't want to disappoint that person. Right. So mm-hmm. what happens when you make a promise to yourself and then you break it. Um, I don't know. Tell me. I don't know where you're going with it. 
Well, for me, I, I feel a cloud of disappointment in myself because I let myself mm-hmm. down because I made a promise to myself and then I blew myself off and I'm just like, you know what, like I'll do it later, whatever. And then next thing you know, you're beating yourself up and you're like, man, I really suck. You know, and right. then you start spiraling into this negative black hole of crap when all you had to do was just follow through with whatever it was you made your promise about, you know, to yourself. So mm-hmm. um, making promises to yourself and keeping them builds trust with yourself and you find and you start to discover that you, you're a trustworthy person that follows through with what you say you're going to do to take care of you, Right. And yeah. that's, that's perfect because so if you think about it, life is like, life is a mirror, right? Like anything that you put out always comes back. And essentially the person that you get into a relationship with is ultimately going to be a reflection of you. So if you want to become the very best version of yourself and have that mirrored back to you in the person that you, that you decide to build a life with, you need to, if you want somebody that's trustworthy, that you know is going to fall through and is going to be reliable, then you need to be that type of person for yourself. See what I'm saying? Right. Holy freak. Yeah. That's, that's freaking good. I hope you guys are taking notes because holy crap, like I'm on fire today. Um, but yeah, so make promises yourself, keep them. That builds the trust with yourself so that you know that you're a trustworthy person. And if that's a quality that you want and somebody that you want to build a, real, a life with, then follow through with yourself as much as possible. And the more you do it, the easier it's going to be guaranteed. Okay. So set solid boundaries with people and stick to them. Okay. This one was all, wasn't always super, wasn't always easy for me to set boundaries. Um, how are mm-hmm. you on setting your boundaries there, buddy? I'm horrible at it. <laughs> okay. Why is that? Because I'm a people pleaser. That's and... <laughs> true. So if someone, for example, like with one of my clients, if they'd say, oh, yeah, can I come at nine o'clock, blah, 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 and ride my horse? Um, I would say, sure, because I want to keep that person happy, right? I'm a people. Yeah. Yeah. When in reality, in that business relationship, I should say, no, I want to be in bed by nine o'clock. So how about you come no later than seven? Oh, so they were talking like 9 p.m. Like, holy freak. Yeah. 9 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that's the biggest um, struggle as far as setting boundaries is for me is in a business relationship because I it's a really hard line to find because you do want to keep your customer happy. Yes. But you also have to take care of yourself. Agreed. And so that's that's definitely one of my struggles that I constantly have to work on. I have gotten a lot better at it because it's something that I've consciously had to decide to get better at. But But see, stepping, stepping into your own awareness and realizing that this is a, this is a, a place in your life that you, that you need some work on is Mm -hmm. a perfect way to start being like, to start working on it and changing it you know? Right. And I like how you said it has to be, it's a conscious choice that you have to make to be like, okay, having, having a client come at 9 PM isn't going to work for me, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and they can choose how they respond to you telling them no. 
And however they choose to respond to you telling them no is on them. Like that's not your responsibility, you know, because right. you're looking out for yourself. So, yeah, you know, and I'm really proud of you for stepping into your power and starting to set boundaries. Yeah. It's so much, it's, it's harder at first, but it's honestly so much easier because most of those people that you were struggling with weren't trying to be jerks. Um, yes. They just, had to be told no like that's not going to work for me and then yeah. they'll work around you you know yeah exactly and they'll either be okay with it or they won't and you know what like either way it's it's not your not your responsibility to fix them or make them yeah. happy because again we're back to everybody's happiness is their own responsibility yeah there it is boom okay so what other what other things can you think of um to help build a relationship with yourself? Um, I feel like that's a good place to start. If you find yourself, then the rest should be, but you also yeah. talk negatively about yourself. You have to say, well, today, it was my fault, but I, time yes and so you have to if help and you helped me um with my horses I'm always she'd be like I'd say hey the trailer it's not there I'm like Larry it's there it's not there so I'll walk over there and I'll grab it right and right where I said it was and then she'll go oh my gosh I'm and then I yell at her like <laughs> say that about yourself and so, shout out to Laurie and all that, of the uh, <laughs> yeah shout out to Laurie go ahead um, <laughs> if you tell yourself that believe me and you're gonna it's true stupid, and and uh talk positively about yourself and that just comes with yourself because you know if you're if you're always saying you're gonna be stupid and for real you're not so love yourself so if you say yes I made a, I made a mistake but I can fix it and better then you're gonna be more happy with the universe yeah. listens to how you talk to yourself and it just changes your whole vibe of your day it totally does so it goes it goes kind of back to that quote that says talk to yourself like someone you love like how would you want how would you want somebody that you really cared about to talk to you? You wouldn't want them to come at you with a bunch of negativity and telling telling you how stupid you are or how much you suck or you know what a piece of crap you are or anything like that. Like so why would you accept that from yourself? You know? And right. and when yeah, like what I want to know is when you like that. I don't want to be around them. I'm not going to hang around them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for real. So, and it's like, what I want to know is when did it become okay to be so negative and hard on ourselves? Like, why? How did that become a thing? You know, is that just society's way of like conditioning everybody? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just. Yeah. But it's again. The change society. Yeah, and it comes down to. You know, again, 
stepping into your own awareness and asking yourself at any given moment what you need. You know, if you need somebody to love you right, like right then, then like become the person that, that you need at that moment. Like if you need comfort, comfort yourself, you know, and don't be so hard on yourself. If your soul and your body is saying, Hey, I need a day off today. You know, there's nothing wrong with laying around the house and watching movies for a day. You're not wasting time. You're resting and recharging, you know, because if you think about it, life's hard and like adulting is hard and like doing all the things is hard. And honestly, we deserve a day off every now and then, you know, there's nothing wrong with just taking a step back and just vegging out one day, you know, and I know that's super hard for you. It's not so hard for me, but it's super hard for you. Yeah, I'm not very good at that. <laughs> but do you feel better do you feel better when you do even take like five minutes for yourself sometimes I mean just like today I was like you know what I'm 10 minutes out of my schedule and I'm gonna drive to the gas station and get me a coke and that just that little thing that I did for just gave me you know yeah there's the caffeine and the coke but maybe <laughs> little you know, act of kindness towards myself that like rejuvenated me to go work for you know a couple more hours yeah you took so you took a second yeah little tiny things I love that you that you just took a little mini break that you're just like you know what I just need a mini mental break and just taking that few minutes to just drive and gra- go grab yourself something that makes you feel better or like fills you up or whatever, you know, that's perfect. That's exactly what, um, it's exactly what you should do. And I encourage everyone to take more mini breaks. Like if you're in the middle of a busy day, like, uh, when you take a break to run to the restroom or whatever, instead of just running in there and going to the restroom and then running, washing your hands and running back out, take a minute to like, take some deep breaths and check in with yourself and be like, okay, like, what do I need right now? Like, how am I feeling in this, in, in this, at, like at any given moment, you know, what do I need to, to do to change a situation or change some energy or whatever. And d- whatever the answer is, just do it, you know, because you you're worth it and you deserve it. So, so I'm going to jump into relationships with others really quick. I know we kind of talked about that a little bit um, with examples with my sister and everything, Um, But here are a few tips that I just wrote down in my notes on how to build some relationships with other people. So learn their love language. Okay. Do you know what the five love languages are? Um, Not off the top of my head. No. So we've got, we've got touch, words of affirmation, acts of service. uh, What else? Oh, gifts gifts is one and I already said acts of service I might have to go get the book but anyways there's five love languages um and if you want to really build a relationship with somebody whether it's a friendship or um, a business relationship or even a romantic relationship or whatever kind of try to tune into what their love language is So for example, my mom's love language is acts of service, big time acts of service. Like that's how she shows love and that's how she likes to receive love. 
is that my love language? No, not so much. But do I try to step into her love language just to show her um, how much I care about her? Yeah, I do. And it doesn't always work, but she's a saint and she's patient with me, especially when she wants me to hang pictures. And I'm like, no, I don't want to hang pictures today. (laughs) (laughs) And she's probably going to be listening. She'll probably be laughing because that's exactly what happened the other day. So, um, but yeah, hers is like love language. Her love language is acts of service. And I think her, it's also could be quality time. Um, just because that kind of comes in that kind of acts of service and quality time kind of go hand in hand. Um, my mm-hmm. love language, I did a test and my love language is words of affirmation and physical touch. I think like, I love hugs. You know, if anybody, anybody that knows me knows that I'm a hugger. Um, and as of late, I've been trying to be more aware of who I hug because I'm a firm believer that energy transfer is a real thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you hug somebody and they've got like bad negative energy going on and they come and give a hug, give you a hug. And the next thing you know, like you feel like crap, like there's a reason because they literally sucked all your good vibes out. Like I know that might sound super woo woo right now. But if you ever get a, if you ever hug somebody and then you instantly feel like shit afterwards, take note of that because that's a legit freaking thing. And Brian, I know your love language is not physical touch. In fact, you can't stand giving hugs. Um, Yeah. If you ever see me in person, any of you, please don't give me a hug. (laughs) (laughs) But your love language is acts of service, right? Like you're a people pleaser. You're a giver. You like to help people. You know, you would rather go and clean stalls for your your family to show them that you love them, you know, instead of mm-hmm. like give them a hug or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, am right. I close? Am I close? Yeah, I think that's pretty well it. I mean, the way that people, um, if people are trying to help me out and they, you know, do an act of service for me, that definitely means more to me than if they would have called me and just been like, I love you because I'd be like, okay, well, show me you love me, you know? Right. Yeah. And I, I kind of do that for others too. I think that like gift giving or whatever, that's kind of an act of service because you're thinking of them. And yeah. that's kind of what I tend to do to show people affection. Yeah. And so I definitely think that I'm an acts of service person. Yeah. And you're a gift giver. Cause like you, you gave me a baseball cap once and you gave me a keychain for Christmas and you know yeah so, I like and giving gifts. yeah yeah and it's I you know I in a way I do like giving gifts as well just because I'm like oh I think this person you know would really like that and it's funny because there's sometimes where I'll give a gift but then I won't remember that I gave the gift so like my cousin Kimmy um she's very in tune with energy and things like that as well And if I think, if I see something, like if I'm traveling, I'm like, oh my gosh, Kimmy would love that. So I like pick it up and then I give it to her nine times out of 10, I'll forget that I gave it to her, but she'll remember that I was the one that gave it to her because it means something to her, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, gifts might not be my, my full on love language, but it's, it's in there for sure. So there's a book called the five long, five love languages. I can't remember what it's called or who the author is, but you can, um, you can find it on Amazon. I think that's where I bought mine. Um, so another tip for building a relationship with others is communicate your needs. Ooh, Brian, how can we talk about this one? What, communicating your needs? Yeah, communicating your needs. 
Well, I think you just have to be pretty blunt about it. Yeah. Well, and um, so, for example, the one time that you called and we were talking about um, you being open and honest with some of your with some of your horse clients, you know, mm-hmm. and and how much they appreciated your honesty because not everybody's that honest, you know. You're like. You're like, this horse isn't where it should be, blah, blah, blah. And they respected that and they appreciated that, you know? So being right. open and honest and communicating, you know, where their horse at horse is in the, tra- in the line of training, you know, mm-hmm. give me more, give me more well, of that. It's, it's honestly a lot easier to be upfront and honest with a person than it is to try and hide it and be dishonest. Yeah. Like, so if you're a horse trainer and um, you haven't been riding this horse for a week because you were out of town or you got sick, right? Yeah. This is so. This is a. This is coming from an. As I got super sick, what like a month ago. Yeah, and like yeah, three weeks ago. So I, um, I was able to get quite a few of my horses rode through it. But there was a couple days that I was just really sick. And then there was one horse that's still pretty green. And I was like, "Mm, I don't know if I'm strong enough to ride that horse. Because if he starts bucking, I probably can't stay on him when when I'm weak, you know? Yeah. So I didn't ride that horse all week. So I called that client and I said, look, just so you know, um, I've been sick this whole week. Your horse hasn't gotten ridden. So at the end of the month, I'll give you a week for free just to make up for that so that we're all on the same page. Just wanted to let you know, no big deal. He's doing great, but you know, you're getting a free week and they were totally happy with it. They, you know, if you're open and honest with your clients or your customers or whatever, you're the people you're around, they will be really understanding because life happens. And the only time that most of them won't be understanding is if I would have gone about it and just said, well, yeah, life happens and I got sick, but that client's still paying me to ride that horse all week, even though I didn't. Right. And so that's going to better your business relationship. It's going to make that person trust you more. If you're just open and honest, you communicate what is happening, what's going on in your life, um, communicating your needs. It's just, honestly, it's so much easier to do that than if I would have just tried to hide that I didn't ride that horse all week right yeah if they could if they would have come at the end of the month and said well this horse doesn't look like it got rode as much as it as much as it should have because it's quite obvious that that you know has happened right yeah like if your if your horse went to a trainer and didn't get rode as much as it's supposed to it's pretty obvious and so if you just learn to communicate whether it's a business relationship or whatever relationship you're in it's honestly so much easier just to do that rather than it is to beat around the bush. And so it might come off as blunt or rude or whatever, but as long as you're careful with your wording, as long as you're being honest and open, whatever you're trying to tell that person, I mean, they'll, they'll really appreciate it in the long run. For real. I, and I love that you said, um, like choosing your words carefully, you know, because like your words and your tone have meaning and energy behind them. Right. So, I mean, 
if you come off like snooty or snotty or uh, arrogant or whatever, you know, that's going to, people are going to respond and receive that information differently than if you came off caring and positive and um, understanding or compassionate. Right. So right. it just depends on like you have, like we're all adults, like you can yep. use, you can use, uh, use your words carefully and, yeah, what People, do we pe- tell toddlers all the time when they start screaming? <laughs> Use your Use words. Use your words. Yeah, yeah, because like, that's how the only way. Tell adults that half the time. For real, like the only <laughs> way that people are gonna know where you're coming from and how you feel and what's happening is if you actually tell them, because if you make an assumption, all that's gonna do is just throw in a lot of confusion, you know. So if you have questions that you need clarification, like ask. You know, mm-hmm. um, okay, so you can communicate like what, where you're at, what you're doing. You can communicate your needs. Say, this is what I need from you. You know, um, for me as a business owner and as somebody that hires people to work her booth and things like that, it's been hard for me to, to do this one. Like, this is what I need from you, you know? Um, mm-hmm. but I have found that the more I can communicate exactly what I need and exactly what I'm looking for and exactly what I expect from my girls. Um, the more I can communicate that the better things go in the booth, you know, because they have an understanding of what I expect and they, and I know that they're going to do what I need them to do. And I'm not going to be able to, like, I'm not going to be assuming that they're just going to figure it out on their own. Like sometimes I have to be very specific on what I expect you know, just, just so that I know, I mean, it's not like I'm treating them like they're stupid, but it's me putting, putting my needs out there and saying, look, this is kind of a big deal. I need you guys to be on point and I need you to be focused and I need you to do everything exactly like this. You know, Mm -hmm. um, I have one more, I have two more things really quick before we wrap it up because you're texting me. And I'm totally just calling you well, out. We're almost at an hour. So <laughs> you're like, and I you're like, I got that, stuff to do. Yeah, I just know that most people tune after about an hour of talking. So, <laughs> okay, so really quick, um, ask what they need. Okay, so for example, um, I've done this with you before. So remember when like you were super upset about Rev, or like you get super upset about something, and you're like going off. Um, I try to, I try to like, kind of put up a barrier, but I also don't, I try not to get too emotionally invested. So, and instead mm. of, instead of just jumping right on it and trying to fix it, I try to ask you specifically, okay, are you venting? Do you just need to, to vent some more or do you need advice? Do you want me to fix right. it or do you need comfort right now? You know? Mm-hmm. And what does that do for you when I do that? Like, how does that make you feel? Um, it's helped a lot because sometimes we do just want to vent and get stuff out. Yeah. And if people were to give us advice at that point, it would just piss us off more. And so um, it's a really handy thing to know and to do because you'll be able to help others but you also won't, you know, be making them more angry by trying yeah. to help when your help wasn't wanted. They just wanted right. to talk. Yeah. So pro tip right there 
when you're in a discussion with like either friends or a romantic partner or parents or whatever, and whoever you're talking to, if they're having issues or they're having a subject that they need to get off their chest or they want to vent it out or whatever, instead of jumping on the advice without even asking them, take a minute and step back and be like, okay, I hear you. I see you. I would, I would love to help you, you know, help me help you by telling me what you need right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of just jumping on it to try to fix everything and making the situation worse, just ask them, do you need love right now? Do you need comfort? Do you need just somebody to talk Mm -hmm. to and listen? Or would you like some advice on how I would handle this situation? You know? Yeah. And I feel like that's a good way, a good way to show the person that you care about that you're there for them and that you want to help them, but you also aren't trying to fix everything because sometimes shit doesn't need to be fixed, right? Sometimes shit just needs to hit the fan and you need to just like spew it all out there and then clean it all up later, right? Yep. That was a great visual I just had. I just had a visual of (laughs) shit hitting the fan. (laughs) Okay. Last but not least, I've already talked about this a little bit. Um, Show gratitude. When anytime, anytime anybody does anything for you, whether you're walking down the street and somebody holds the door open for you as you go into the post office or whatever, show gratitude, tell them, thank you. Show them that they're appreciated. Um, A person that feels appreciated will always do more than expected. And what you put out always comes back. So the more gratitude and love you can send out to somebody, the more that you're going to get back. I guarantee you that because I've seen it in my own freaking life. Just saying. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add? Um, no, I just make sure that when you're showing gratitude, um, sometimes, you know, it goes back to learning that person's love language. Yes. Because sometimes a thank you, like a simple thank you is enough. But for me, um, like if people buy me a $10 gift card to swig to say thank you for something, like that means a lot to me because that's my love language. Like I'm an acts of service type person right i'm taking i'm taking notes right now dude (laughs) (laughs) so when you're showing gratitude um just make sure that you know it's better if you can show them that gratitude through their love language because they're going to get more out of it yes oh my gosh dude so good okay i really hope that our wonderful awesome listeners got something out of this i want you guys to remember that um just because you're, if you're single on Valentine's Day, that doesn't mean that your your life is any less than, you know, somebody that's in a relationship. And I'm not gonna lie, not all relationships are happy, healthy relationships. Right. So. Yep. The way you can build a happy, healthy relationship is to start with building a happy, healthy relationship with yourself. Word. I hope you guys wrote that down because that's really good. Um. So. I want to challenge everybody to what? Oh, go ahead. I just have one more thing before we close it out. Okay. You, okay. Tell us what you were going to say and then I'll, I'll throw out my challenge. Well, I was just going to leave this with you. It's a quote by the amazing Amanda Dilworth. And if you were (laughs) listening earlier, you probably heard it, but I thought it was so good that I put it in the notes of my phone. 
And I don't even know if you remember saying it, but you said, I'm becoming the best version of me for the person that's meant for me. Oh, dude. And I say, I I say that, that all really the good. time. And like, yeah, a really good one liner for you all to remember as you're going through this crazy thing we call life. So, well, and it's, it's, a, it's basically an affirmation that I say to myself to remind myself why I'm doing what I'm doing. Why am I going to the gym? Why am I, you know, why do I continue to work on myself? Why do I continue to grow and become better is because I want to become the very best version of myself so that when the person that I'm meant to be with arrives, I'm ready to rock and roll, you know, and I don't, you know, I won't have as much work to do. Am I still going to work on myself when I get into that relationship? Absolutely. Because a person's work is never done. Like, we're constantly growing, we're constantly changing, we're constantly evolving and becoming better. Um, but we have to make the conscious choice and the effort to become better. So thank you right. for like re reaffirming that to me that I'm kind of genius, but <laughs> oh, yeah, I want to put a challenge out to everybody to, to try to do more loving, kind deeds for other people for an, do more loving, kind things for yourself. Like start taking yourself out to a movie, give yourself a night off, like take a bubble bath, um, make your favorite meal, sit down and snuggle your dogs. Like there's all sorts of things that you can do to show yourself love that aren't super expensive. Like you don't have to have like a, you know, a private jet and like a getaway to show love to yourself. Like you can take, you can take 10 minutes, you know, to even just, take a breath and take a break and drive to the gas station and buy yourself a Coke. Like that right there is, you know, um, but also do more things for others. That's going to put good vibes and good things out in the universe so that more good things and more good vibes are going to come back to you. So with that, I'm going to shut it down. Do you have anything else you want to add, buddy? Nope. I think that's a great place to end it. So I'm going to go ride some ponies now. Thank you. Thank you for taking some time to record with me today because I needed this one really bad and I hope I hope our listeners needed it too guys if you found something or heard something in this podcast that you feel like somebody in your life needs to hear please click the share button send it off to your friends to your family say you know what this is a great podcast Um, I think you might enjoy it let's spread the word we do have helps us a lot Yeah, and we also do have the link up on our Anchor um, dashboard that you guys can subscribe to the podcast and do monetary donations. Um, So if you just go to Anchor FM backslash Pro Tips Podcast, I think that's where you can find us. And you can subscribe and do monthly subscriptions and donate to the podcast monetarily, and we would really appreciate it. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, buddy. Have fun riding your ponies. All righty. You bet. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. See you guys. Okay. Bye.